Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's episode of the podcast, I am joined by a sophomore from the Augsburg women's hockey team, Dorothy Kearney. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Dorothy, and how's everything going? Great. I'm doing great. Um, how have you been? I've been doing well. Obviously, had a fun day yesterday watching all the tournament games. So hopefully another, hopefully a better, hopefully better tournament games today because they're all pretty much blowouts from yesterday. Yeah. So I want to start off this podcast talking about the beginning of your hockey career and kind of working all the way up to where you are today. So uh, doing research on yourself, it says that you're from Hibbing, Minnesota. So uh, talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so um, when I was about three years old, I was put in to learn to skate. A bunch of other people around my age were also put in to learn to skate around that time. Um, and then from there, I went to mini mites, um, girls and boys, mini mites. And then I played like four years of U10s, uh, two years of U12s, and then went to high school. Um, my U12s career, uh, we went to state my last year. And then my first year of high school hockey, we also went to state. Nice. Who was your uh, favorite player growing up? Um, so that was a tricky one. I actually didn't grow up watching a lot of hockey. I did have a period of my life where I was obsessed with UMD. Um, and I would say my favorite uh, player on the team during that time frame was Emma Stauber. Nice, nice. Uh before college hockey, like you mentioned a little bit, uh, you played for your high school at Hibbing slash Chisholm. Uh, so talk about your ex high school hockey experience there and what that was like. Yeah, so um, growing up, I played with like my same friends throughout my entire career. Um, there was like a few people who like moved to Hibbing and stuff. Um, but like playing with the same group of people for like five years of high school hockey, um, I also like would play people I knew from other teams in high school hockey. Um, in Hibbing, uh, I had a few different coaches um, throughout my high school hockey career, um, but I believe each and every one of them made a huge impact on my style of play and got me to where I am today. Yeah, and obviously, I feel like it must have helped you uh, socially as well because it seems like from based on I just assume it's it's two towns combined for that one team, right? Yeah. Um, so for hit majority of the team is um hibbing um yeah. we have a few players that come in from chisholm um but uh yeah it does because then you get some friends from chisholm too that's awesome now how did your high school hockey experience help prepare you for college hockey like you mentioned you had different coaches there and they obviously worked on um a little bit of part of your game so i'm curious how which areas of your game improved in high school that helped prepare you for college um yeah so um I started playing high school hockey in eighth grade um, and my eighth grade year, I was just a tiny little girl. Uh, so um, Northern hockey is definitely known um, for having a more physical game than the cities. Like we, and obviously the game of hockey is a lot, it's a physical game, but I believe Northern hockey definitely got me ready for um, like the physical aspect of college hockey. Um, also uh, like the different coaches, like, they had different skills that they brought to my game. Um, There's certain coaches that loved working on like shooting drills or just like speed drills. And we focus on those when they are there. What's the best memory you have from your high school hockey days? Um, I'd say in eighth grade, making it to the state tournament. Um, we had a really, really good senior class that year. And uh, just getting to experience the state tournament, not everybody gets to do that. So. 
That must be kind of a little bit weird being an eighth grader playing with um, a bunch of high schoolers. That's something I've never really heard of too much. Uh, how do you sort of adjust to that? Um, so my high school was set up so seventh and eighth grade and ninth, tenth, and eleventh and twelfth were all in the same building. So it's like you're in the high school, um, yeah. but you are obviously really young. Um, it was kind of nerve wracking, like during tryouts and stuff, because it's you've got 18 year olds and you're 12 <laughs> or yeah. 13. Um, but like you, they're like older siblings of like people that are your age or something like that. And it gets, it, it gets a lot easier as the year goes on. And talk a little bit about the Minnesota high school hockey scene and what it's like being a player in that atmosphere, because it's obviously a lot different than other places because you sell out the XL center uh, for a high school hockey game, which most states can't say they can do that. And obviously it's just a lot different, just the sort of the camaraderie between the towns of high school hockey in Minnesota. So being a player in that, um, what's that like? And uh, just talk about, do you ever talk to your teammates who aren't from Minnesota just about how different it is? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I talk to my friends that are from like Illinois um, and how they play high school hockey just for fun and to go score eight goals in a game. Um, in a high school hockey in Minnesota, it's kind of different you don't do that really for normal games it's going to be usually tight games or like when you're in conference play there's obviously the good teams and the bad teams but um I'd say that Minnesota high school hockey scene is a lot a lot different than any other state um it's obviously the Minnesota hockey model um and like you play with the people you were growing up with so then it's a tight-knit group you know how to play with each other and stuff like that um it's up north it's um definitely like it's if you say war road and rozo like they've got a battle going on like every game they play each other um down like down in the cities it's like edina and somebody like it's just always like a rivalry um like majority of the nights that there's a game going on there's a rival game going on yeah it's also very like cool to see you play for your public high school in the town you grew up in and still can advance in college hockey because in a lot of places, you sort of have to move away from home in order to sort of uh, get scouts to notice you. Yeah, um, I've noticed that too. Uh, I I had a few friends that ended up moving around um, growing up, but uh, staying at home, uh, I just put myself out there, mm -hmm. um, put myself out on like NCSA, I think it's called, um, and like other things, or I do teams like Elite League or... Uh, like other teams to get my name out there. And um, yeah, you kind of have to put yourself out there if you're not on certain teams, but if you're willing to do the work, you can you can get yourself out there for sure. Now talk a little bit about your recruitment process to Augsburg and what made you want to play there versus other schools you might've looked at. Yeah, so um, with Augsburg, it was actually the first school I ever made contact with, like when you're in 11th grade, um, like, the summer going into 11th grade, they can talk to you. Um, I believe it is. Um, and that was the first school that contacted me. I visited there first. And um, I really love the fact that it's like a small community within a big city. Um, coming from Hibbing, it's like in the middle of nowhere. There's not really any big towns around nearby except Duluth, which is an hour away. Um, and so going to like the cities is a big step, but I believe like it's what I needed to grow as a person and uh, to get away from home and grow up a little bit. 
Now, what was like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Was it the speed of the game, the physicality, or just the decision-making since it is a lot faster than high school uh, with the puck because you have less time and space to sort of create plays and uh, break out of the zone? Yeah, I'd say what, what you said is like probably the biggest adjustment was the speed. Um, coming from single A, a hockey um, versus double A, it was a big speed adjustment. Um, but um, I put in the work and I think I've gotten there. Now talk about what it's like playing in the MIAC and just the competition you face every weekend. Yeah, so in the MIAC, uh, the teams are super competitive. Um, each team has talent and have a, like a relentless effort to win it all. Um, you never know when an upset's going to occur because everybody's just giving it their all and want to beat everybody. Yeah, 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 no. And well, who are some of the top teams in your conference, I guess, uh, for people that might not be aware um, Gustavus just won the national championship. Um, and I'd say that like everybody else is just there too. Mm -hmm. Um, like anybody can give them an effort to like beat them for sure. Now, during your freshman year, your team had to deal with many challenges due to the pandemic. How did your team handle those challenges of having games being canceled and postponed? Because it must sort of be hard. It must be hard as a freshman to try to get to try to get adjusted to college hockey with an inconsistent schedule. Yeah, so we were very, very lucky. Um, we only had one series and an initial game uh, be postponed or canceled my freshman year. Um, it was like the same team that ended up doing it just later on. We tried to reschedule and they still had an issue with COVID. Um, but like just not playing, then they're part of our conference, the MIAC. So then the next year, my sophomore year this year, um, playing them, I had no idea going into the game, how they play and everything like that. And um, that was probably the biggest challenge because year to year, like they're in your conference, you gotta know how to play them. But we adjusted, watched film from the years that they did play them, and just talked to teammates that have played them in the past. Now you got your first collegiate goal against St. Catharines um, during your freshman year. Uh, talk about that goal and uh, where do you keep the puck today? Yeah, so um, that goal was a tip in front of the net. I was just left alone. Um, and I tipped it down out of the air. Uh, I keep that puck at home in Hibbing um, and sitting on my uh, dresser. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to lose that. No. Any good Sally after the goal? Or was it more like, oh, my gosh, I scored? It was almost It was more <laughs> of, oh, my gosh, just like give me a hug. <laughs> yeah. Now, in your freshman year, your team lost to St. Scholastica in the playoffs. Um, what did you take away from your first playoff experience that has helped you during your sophomore year? And that's going to help you during uh, your junior year as well. Yeah, so I believe um, my freshman year, losing the first round of the Mayak playoffs definitely lit a fire under us um, for the, this year's playoffs. Uh, we played Scholastica right before playoffs this year, and I believe like the relentless effort for all 16 minutes is what led us to have such a successful run in playoffs this year, um, just losing to Gustavus in the championship. Yeah, and your team improved a lot from your freshman year to your sophomore year. Uh, what were some of the improvements that your team made that led to the success on the ice, and what role do you think you played in that? Yeah, so um, my first year, we had, were a very, very young team. Like, there was nine sophomores and four of us freshmen. Um, so I think just us getting older and then year to year, the biggest difference is probably, like, the team chemistry, just growing as a team, and then also people's willingness to put in the effort and make ourselves a more successful team on and off the ice. And heading into this year, what was one thing you wanted to work on regarding your game? 
Um, this year, I need, needed to work on my going into this year. I needed to work on my speed and strength. Um, and everyone can get better with their hands and shooting. Um, I worked on um, specifically my speed and strength just to get to the level I needed to get at. And then and what, went from there. Yeah. And what do you think was the biggest improvement you made to your game this year? Was it the speed and strength that you were trying to work on? Or was it something else that you didn't really expect? Yeah. So it was definitely my speed and strength. I ended up be getting place, places like pressuring F1 situations a lot faster than I previously was able to. Now, your team was very consistent last year as well, based on looking at your schedule. Uh, so what do you think was the key to your team's consistency last year? Because I think that's the hardest part of being a successful team is maintaining that consistency, especially since, you know, the pressure starts getting bigger as the season progresses. And there's obviously a target on your team's back for being one of the top teams in your conference. Yeah, so we have a team motto that's being united, relentless and team first. Um, I think we applied these powerful words into like every game, no matter what time was left on the clock or what the score was. We came from back from a lot of deficits um, just ha using this motto and just staying relentless. Now you guys pulled off a lot of upsets last year, but the biggest one might have been being the number one team in the country, Gustavus or Gustavus uh, in overtime. Uh, talk about winning getting that upset uh doing it in ot and what it meant to your team yeah so um we put in the work leading up to that upset uh we used a game in the middle of the week leading up to that series um against eau claire just to get a, to a different level of hockey that we needed to fully prepare for the speed and intensity that gustavus brings to each game um going into ot uh it was the clear confidence of our coaches that they had in us that probably set us up like opposite of Gustavus and led us to the, that win. Now, unfortunately, your team lost to Gustavus in the MIAC championship game. Um, how have you handled that loss and what did you overall take away from uh, your sophomore year? Yeah, so this ending of a season is always hard because of the seniors and how much momentum and success we had this past season. Um, but with how hard our um, we work, the loss will probably only motivate us to be even better next year and beat whoever we need to beat to get to where we want to be at the end of the season. Now, as an incoming junior in the team, what type of leadership do you want to bring uh, to the team? Do you want to bring more of a vocal leadership role or lead by example leadership role? Yeah, so I'm definitely more of a vocal leader. Um, leader. I want to be the person on the bench that's picking up teammates, that's saying, go get that next goal, go get that game winner, um, hyping them up, shaking their sticks out to get that goal down at the end of the stick, um, patting them on the back when something happens. like just lifting up everybody. And something that fans might not be aware of is next year will be your final year in college hockey based on your academic standing, which is congrats to you on that. But so what are your goals and expectations for next year, especially since it will be your last year playing? Yeah, so um, goals and expectations. Goals is to get to that national um, Frozen Four, uh, the national championship even better. Um, as a team goal, we have like a lot of talent returning. And I feel like um, we can get there with that talent returning. And with Gustavus coming back as bringing to the West um, the national champions, um, hopefully that sets us up good with pairwise um, in the West. So then they can see how good of hockey we have out here. Um, and just my goals and expectations for next year, just to have fun and to be successful. Yeah, I think it wasn't Gustavus are the first team to from the Midwest to win a D3 national championship. I feel like I read that somewhere. Yeah, they were. Um, it's really great for us out here.
That's good. That's good. So um, hopefully you guys can sort of ride their coattails and bring another one back. Yeah. So we're now in the segment I like to call the non-hockey segment, where I ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. First one is, uh, what music do you like to listen to? So uh, my favorite artist and favorite genre of listen um, genre of music to listen to while working out is hip hop and rap. Um, my favorite artist right now is Kendrick Lamar, if you've ever heard of him. Um, but I also listen to a ton of different genres. Like in the summer, I like to listen to indie and alternative, like Tame and Paul or Gorillaz, um, or artists like Labyrinth for summer cruising. Like, what about you? Yeah. Um, I listen to pretty much every genre of music. I can't listen to one specific genre. Yeah. Just I, I don't understand how people can do that. So um, I have a playlist of every genre of music and I sort of whatever mood I'm in, I sort of just turn into that. But I guess lately it's probably just been like rock and um, I guess R&B. I don't know if that weekend and Bruno Mars, that's sort of my two go to yeah. artists. I like to listen to those guys a lot. And then uh, for hip hop, probably like Drake. I, I always it's he always has good stuff so he that's sort does, of what yeah. I've been that's sort of what I've been into lately but I won't be surprised next week if I'm just listening to country and all that stuff just because I have my music taste sort of switches very consistently agreed especially with like the mood you're in and the time yeah. of year it is yeah so like summer's a lot country and then I feel like fall and winter's a lot fall is a lot of rock and then winter's a lot of hip-hop I don't, it's that seems to be the trend for me at least yeah yeah now uh what would be the perf what would the perfect day for Dorothy Kearney look like? Oh, um, well, I hope to wake up well rested. Um, maybe early in the morning, like wake up at seven, be well rested. Um, probably get a good breakfast, um, and then just hang out with my friends and teammates. Um, maybe get a good workout in, feel like I did something with my day. Um and then probably just continue bonding with my team and my friends the rest of the night. Yeah. I think for me, probably going to a hockey game, that's always a perfect day. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if there was a movie made about your life, uh, who would you want to play yourself? Oh, um, probably Florence Pugh. Uh, she's like an actress that's in a lot of horror movies. Not saying that my, my, um, life is scary or anything um but she's a great actress and I think she'd be able to play me very well yeah I think actress want to they want to expand their roles they don't want to just be in the same type of movie yeah. so should that's why I feel like she would want to do it for sure I, I think for me probably Matt Damon we have the same name I feel like we sort of look alike even though he's a bit older than me but I feel like he would be able to pull it off and he's also yeah. from Boston and I'm from Boston too so it makes sense there's a lot of things that line up there yeah absolutely so uh, what is your most embarrassing hockey moment? Um, nothing really comes to mind for like an exact moment, but probably like whiffing the puck on a breakaway or falling on a breakaway. Yeah. Like that is always just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's good that you can't think of a specific moment because that means it hasn't really happened too much. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Do you think um, falling like like that is more embarrassing? Or I feel like getting your ankles broken or getting laid out by a check is more embarrassing, at least in my opinion. I uh, like it's embarrassing in a moment, like getting crossed up on like someone dangling you. But I think like when you're on a breakaway, everyone is watching you and everyone in the building is either rooting for you or hoping that you do something wrong and then you fall or whiff on the puck. And it's just like 
dang like that yeah. was all on you and like if you get crossed up like it could be all on you but like hopefully your teammates are there <laughs> or it could be like a really good player so yeah so exactly i get that i get that well, let's ask some questions about your teammates first one is who's the funniest on the team funniest on the team um probably emily shilberl uh she's a freshman and she just has a great sense of humor <laughs> which teammate uh is the quickest to respond to your text messages kylie wallen for sure who has the best style on the team i think sydney rydell yeah now getting back to more non-hockey questions first one is if you could have lunch with anyone in the world who would it be and why uh maybe i've been i read a book when i was in my senior year of high school that's called the power of successful thinking it's by norman peel i think that's how you say his name and um it's about how you gotta teach yourself to believe in yourself and um like break the habit of worrying and just take control of your life and um to change your attitude towards things and progressively uh being positive it's the book is called the power of successful thinking nice i might have to check that out because i was like reading those books so like i just recently i'm trying to get the book the energy bus i don't know if you've heard of it but it's like a good team it's a good team bonding book about like uh if you're like not invested into the team then you need to hop off the bus and you want like people that invest in the team and want to work together and that's sort of what leads to successful teams but also like accepting your role um so like not everyone's going to be like a like i guess the example would be not everyone's going to be a star player sometimes you need those like bottom six forwards that will kill penalties and block shots and those players are just as important as those goal scorers but if those players are also willing to accept their roles it's easier for the team to have more success yeah that sounds like something i'd be very interested in to listen to read yeah yeah i have to find i don't i forgot who the author is but i know it's called the energy bus and i was listening to a coach talk about that book so that's why i wanted to get it yeah, it sounds like something my coach would read. <laughs> yeah, he had a funny quote about it. He's like, you know, we did the most typical college thing. We read a book and I, that made yeah. me laugh. So um, but last non-hockey question is, uh, what is the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? Okay, so I'm currently in physics um, for my major. I'm in physics uh, for an entire year. And the most interesting fact I've learned this week is that bees and flowers are oppositely charged. Uh, so without even trying, um, bees like, have a positive charge on their body and flowers because they're attached to the ground have a negative charge so pollen actually um static electricity will just go to the bees yeah cool cool interesting fact <laughs> that's pretty cool uh hist physics was the most challenging class i ever took in high school and i knew after my senior year that i never wanted to take that class in college so i was always a biology guy when i picked my science classes yeah it for sure is a very difficult class but i mean for my major i have to have to take it yeah i just don't like the math that's the thing i'm not i hate math it's my least favorite so that's why like anything involving math i try to avoid as best i can and i luckily after your sophomore year you're you're pretty much done with all your gen ed so now i don't have to worry about it all which is pretty cool that's great well getting back to some hockey questions now first one is for all the younger people listening to this podcast what advice do you have for them on what it takes to make it to college hockey where you are today yeah, so I would say um, just keep putting in the effort and have fun with the sport. Um, know that not everybody has like the same path you have and not everybody is on that path for the same reason. Um, some people are just playing hockey growing up to have fun or stay active. Uh, and don't hold it against them either. If they aren't 
putting in the same outside effort as you are. Um, but be your own motivator to keep getting better because, I mean, you don't know what everybody else's path is. What should be done to help grow women's hockey, in your opinion? I think that um, just exposure to women's hockey. What you're doing is amazing for women's hockey. And you do talk to men, too. But um, what you do for the women's hockey is just amazing. Thank yeah. you. No, it's uh, people don't realize this. I never watched a single women's hockey game uh, before starting this podcast. But I thought interviewing players would be a good way to sort of uh, make my podcast a little bit different than anyone else. And now I'm like a huge women's hockey guy based on just watching the sport and getting to talk to you guys. So I appreciate you guys for helping me get on the sport and helping me help grow it, if that makes any sense. So yeah, it does. So uh, do you have any shout outs though you want to give to any of your teammates, uh, family members, friends? Uh, uh, the floor is all yours. You can talk about whatever you want. Okay, thank you. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my parents, Tom and Christy, um, my sister, Gracie, and then all of my family that supports me. Um, my coach um, coaches Mac and Ash uh, and uh, the team um, and all of my previous coaches along the way. Awesome. Anyone we should interview next from your team? Yeah, Emily Cronkite or uh, I'd say Kennedy side. Nice, nice. We'll definitely reach out to some more players from your team, but uh Thank you so much, uh, Dorothy, though, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. It was, it was a pleasure getting the chance to meet you, and I really enjoyed our conversation today, and I wish you nothing but the best uh, for any future endeavors you might have, but also for your final year of college hockey as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the interview. You got a smile that makes the sun